Hello, you filthy animals, and welcome to Bananimous Smut, the podcast where I read erotica that has been submitted anonymously by our community of deviants. So for all you listeners at home, lay back, slip a hand into your pants, and prepare to feel ashamed. If you like what you hear and would like to contribute, you can do so at our Instagram or Facebook page, Anonymous Smut. That's all you gotta type. So, we don't really have a direction for this podcast, we're realizing. Maybe maybe we did in the beginning, maybe we still do, but it's, it's forming its identity. So, um, the initial plan was to have people send in their erotica... And then I would read it, and you would lay at home and maybe masturbate to it. Um, And then it turns out that Tom and I are probably maybe not the best people for reading erotica. Um, (laughs) I think we just make fun of it too much. Uh, Not We're still going to try. We've been getting some very nice submissions of honest, nice, sensual erotica, and I'm going to drink enough one night where I can read it. But for now, I am only drunk enough to um, instead just talk about sex, which seems easier. I don't know. Am I making sense? I have had many drinks. <laughs> you talk to me. <laughs> Anytime I ask a question, it's going to be to you because there's no one else actually here in the present. Uh, yeah, making sense. Hmm. Made a sense. Okay, talk a little bit more so I can have another sip of margarita. This is a podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Whose voice do you want to come to more? So, anyway, maybe there'll be episodes where you want to take your dick out or put your hand down your pants. Um, there, there, there will be, we promise. But sometimes it's probably just going to be um, funny commentary on people's experience with sex and i think that's kind of funnier so that's what we're gonna better rename the podcast then (laughs) no you can still have it talking about stuff i said talking about sex and people's experience with sex how is that not anonymous smut if people want to send me anonymous confessions fine i mean i'm right however uh tonight i'm just gonna fucking talk about myself so i'm going to just share with you a little gem i found yesterday um so for context i was digging in my hotmail account um which rightfully so i have not looked at for i don't know at least seven years but probably longer um very impressed i had the password Um, and I was looking there because when I was 21, which was 14 years ago, I had a six month affair with my 61 year old professor. Um, and I was hoping I could find our email exchanges because I thought it would make for good podcast fodder. Um, and in the search for those emails, which I was unsuccessful in finding, I uncovered a lot of other gems. Um, and I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna try and turn the professor thing into a podcast, because um, it was pretty fucking hot. But in the meantime, I wanted to share with you what I did find. 
But now you need to talk because I need to have a sip of a drink. <laughs> this is a podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. It's a sound that you'll have that will come into your ears with words and thoughts, mostly about sex. Now back to the podcast. <laughs> you should, should pay you for that advertisement. Okay. So what I found was um, in 2007, for context, I was 22 years old. I'm now 35. Um, <laughs> um, I submitted a sex diary. I don't quite know how this happened, but New York Magazine used to have a... Uh, piece like a running piece on um following new yorkers who were sharing their sex diaries over a week and so every week they would share someone else's sex diary and it was what it was so i do vaguely remember um getting into this it was like a friend of a friend and knowing that okay in my week is coming up on you know march 23rd or whatever it was and every day i had to record something about sex um, and so I did it honestly, and I found my diary and it was published in New York magazine. So you can just, you know, look this up and read it yourself if you don't want to hear me talk about it. But I will tell you, they edited it down and it's way better when I found the original. Oh, and Tom hasn't heard this yet. So it's also, uh, going to be interesting to read it in front of him because it's, from a time long before he knew me. Um, and I, yeah, it'll be interesting. Okay. He did not fill that silence while I took us up. Oh, uh, <laughs> here's an ad for uh, ice cubes. <laughs> oh, hold on. I can play to that. Drinks warm. Mm. Get your get some ice cubes, guys. Mm. They'll make it colder. Mm. Now back to the podcast. Okay. So my first entry, it's a six, I think it's six days. Uh again, this is all 2007. Sunday, March eleventh, three AM. And then I <laughs> had the wherewithal to put parentheses and say four AM with the time change, which I think is quite clever because I still 14 years later don't ever fucking know when the time has changed so I don't know how I knew then um anyway guy I'm dating out of condoms again and aware I was coming over me unimpressed in an attempt to make it up to me he undresses me handcuffs my hands behind my back blindfolds me and places clothespins on my nipples he proceeds to eat my pussy like someone who hasn't had a bite of food in weeks, which, to be fair, is the way he always rocks it, wink face emoticon. Um, a ton of oil is spread on my ass, which, being the skinny fuck he is, he also eats like he is starved to death. I'm just going to pause there because uh, I think maybe now in... 2020 that oil would be like a good tasting oil like coconut oil or you know but I'm pretty sure I can kind of remember this and it was just straight up canola oil <laughs> that's how hungry he was I mean he was you are skinny and he was skinnier than you I mean I think I don't know maybe he had a fetish where he only ate oil of girls asses 
Sounds like he's getting ready to put you in at 400 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> well, here I am 14 later. 14 later. 14 years later. <laughs> anyway, there are spankings and periodic moments of dick being shoved into my mouth, during which I am ordered to articulate thank yous to each of his unfortunately weak spankings. It's probably too fucking skinny. Uh, Reader, stop here. The rest of this week's bound to be dull in comparison. So I got really confused when I read that because to me, this first paragraph sounds like I'm not very happy at all. Like I'm getting weak spankings um, covered in canola oil but then i end by saying like don't read anymore this is the best it's gonna get so i wish i had more uh recollection of being 22 because i could tell I you i thought you were saying their week's not gonna get any better like you loser uh, re- readers no i was i this knew i knew i was writing to um I knew I was writing for the readers of New York Magazine. And so my intention was to say to them, like, my week is not going to meet this day. But that day wasn't very interesting. Um, But we'll see. Maybe it's only going to get fucking worse. Noonish. I wake up to feel the guy mentioned above placing my hand on his morning wood. There's oil involved. And it smells like baby powder. Five minutes later, after he comes, I go back to sleeping. All right, maybe it wasn't canola oil. 6 p.m. Baby oil. (laughs) Yeah, that's... Oh, my God, that's probably what it was. Uh, That's the only oil that smells like fucking baby powder. You liquefy that shit. Johnson & Johnson's. (laughs) Wait, say it again so I can have a sip. Uh, Johnson's and Johnson's baby oil smells like baby powder. Put it on your dick, guys. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Eat it out of an ass. Well, um. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Um, 6 p.m. Thinking about watching porn, but there's people at home, and I'm running late to go jello wrestle. So I guess I'll take out any sexual frustrations on the girls. I'm missing my 61 year old professor. Who, who, if the week goes well, I'll be writing about soon enough. Spoiler alert. I don't think I write about him. Um, also, when they published this in the New York Times, they fucking edited out the Jello wrestling. Like, why would you take that out? 6.15. Undecided about whether I'll go to this semi-fun fetish party after Jello wrestling. But I am in the mood to dance half-naked in front of an audience... We'll see. Have you ever been in that mood, Tom? To dance. Half naked in front of an audience? No. Hmm. Okay. Sunday night. Jello wrestling somehow resulted in me topless with four to six other girls. There was making out, grinding, and way too much giggling. I ripped off another girl's shirt right before I straddled her and shoved my tongue down her throat. Here's the... <laughs> ready for this? And I'm straight. That's how you know the difference between being 22 and 35. (laughs) I'm very much not straight, but that's really sad that I thought I was. Sunday, late night. Decided to go to the fetish party. 
danced my ass off on stage, eventually stripping down to my skivvies and covering my tatas with makeshift pasties. As in, I used stickers advertising a disco Crisco twister party. Made out with the same girl from Jello throughout the night. She spanked me and kept groping my crotch as I danced. I bumped into a friend and her boyfriend and was ordered, by my friend, to make out with her boyfriend while she watched. Then I made out with her and some innocent female bystander. Uh, <laughs> who's that friend? Where I, is she now? She's actually in Germany, married to somebody who have I, I have had sex with, um, with a child. Sorry, what? <laughs> she's, uh, she... Oh, you, okay. No! <laughs> you have to leave a gap. No, I said she's married to... So- Whatever I said, I've had sex with. All I heard was, yeah, I had sex with and then with a child. (laughs) No. But hang on, she, it sounds, sounds like she didn't sound very nice that bit. I mean, I, I'm just mostly confused how I thought that on whatever day of the week it was. Sunday. Sunday. Oh, so it's... Oh my god, this is all one day. This is literally all one day so far. So I woke up at some dude's house. He ate my ass, and I thought that that was going to be the highlight of my week, and somehow I ended up jello wrestling, going to a fetish party, and making out with multiple people while half-naked in public, and I thought... Getting my ass eaten was going to be the highlight. What the fuck was wrong with me? I don't even remember that part. That happened in the morning? <laughs> but yes, that's... Oh. A... Uh, I thought he... What? It started at Sunday 3 a.m. 4 a.m. with the time change in effect. So... Oh, I see. Yeah. I thought I thought he was just licking the oil. I thought, yeah. I... So this is... It, it is confusing because of time um so far i have really only described like late saturday night aka sunday morning into sunday night but what i'm mostly surprised about is how fucking wild my sunday night was like i don't know i feel old i I wouldn't know how to do that on a sunday right now would you i like to watch a sitcom (laughs) about nine o'clock and then maybe a snack around 9.45 <laughs> and then probably a bed by 10. Okay. Well, maybe that's what the rest of my week will sound like. So let's let's move on to the wholesome days of the week. Also, just for context, when I um, during this time of writing, I was a live-in nanny. So everything when I'm like, oh, I, I feel like watching porn, but people are home. It's because, you know, the children and their parents were home and whatever. So let's move to Monday. Monday night, 5.50 p.m. Holy shit. Never in my life have I been hit with such a strong wave of sudden sexual arousal. It hit while my multitasking self was brushing my teeth and fiddling with the waistband of my leggings. That fiddling led to an ever-so-slight seam rubbage (laughs) to my crotch which kicked my sensor receptivity into high gear. (laughs) Unfortunately, I'm too pressed for time to quell this sudden sexual appetite. 
Maybe it's the unfortunate arrival of my period that suddenly made getting dressed a sexual act. Or maybe it's the aftermath of last night's activity. Whatever the case is, something's gotta be blamed for my usage of the word fiddling twice. Mothers, lock up your sons. This was published in New York Magazine. (laughs) Having a bit of a rough time, were they? Journalists were not available. Like I said, I'm reading the unedited version. And when I actually compared the two, I did feel bad for the editor because I fucking didn't care about writing, I guess. Like, or I think I was trying. Well, I think you you were clearly trying to entertain people there, but it wasn't much to tell them. (laughs) No. You stood in the bathroom and felt horny for a minute. (laughs) But it was the most horny you've ever felt. (laughs) Must be. To be fair, I remember that moment. Tom, like, I remember it. And it is, to this day, the horniest I've ever felt. Fair enough. (laughs) All right. They should should have published it then. More fool them. (laughs) Tuesday, 10.30. I want, in all caps, desperately to masturbate. But I'm a apparently practicing self-restraint by studying for an upcoming exam instead. Blah, blah, blah. One hour later at 11.30. Done studying. (laughs) Too exhausted to masturbate. (laughs) 1 a.m. Despite exhaustion, I can't sleep. I, I bring myself to orgasm in under five minutes. And I'm not completely satisfied until I shudder four solid orgasms out of my system. Wednesday morning. Got to school early and I'm tempted to go have a quickie with the professor. But opt instead to catch up on some painting homework. God, I'm like such a fucking nerd. Just fucking masturbate and fuck your professor. Stop studying. Again, I just feel for the (laughs) poor intern that had to edit this stuff. (laughs) Oh, you're going to be editing this podcast. I don't know. Mm. That's a really rude comment. Well, yeah. why did you write about the bits where nothing was happening? Because the the assignment, and if you read everybody else's sexual diary, you would realize, like I said in the beginning, also I should rephrase that, if you were listening, the assignment was not to talk about sex. It was to talk about anything related to sex and your experience and thoughts with sex in a week. Most people in a week was just the most boring fucking diary. And then maybe their wife, you know, gave them a blowjob. Monday, 8 p.m. Saw a Gloria Estefan music video. Quite liked it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Thursday, 9 a.m. Woke up confused, (laughs) but slightly aroused. (laughs) Yes. So that's... That's what I'm channeling. Uh, yeah, no, that's great. Hmm. Okay, well, let's see. Thursday night. Without writing the details of how, why, and where, <laughs> I will write that I spent the bulk of my night being lightly to not so lightly spanked whilst topless. Friday eve- early evening. Finally, finding myself alone and not bogged down with homework, I log onto the porn site I subscribe to, I wonder if I paid for it, and watch some lesbian porn, and I come five times. Straight 
and I'm straight. That's what you said? Uh Uh-huh. But, oh, and I go, I I get even worse. But seriously, cock and porn just reminds me that these girls are getting paid. (laughs) Not to mention, I've never seen a decent-looking male porn actor. So lesbian porn it is. (laughs) Late evening. Read a bit of erotica. Foreshadowing. Which a conservative girl in my art class lent me after overhearing I am sleeping with a 61-year-old with whom I practice S&M. Practice? I don't don't actually know what I meant there. I also, what do you think I meant by conservative? How did that conservative girl in my art class find out I was sleeping with? Probably because you tell everybody everything that you're doing all of the time. That is true. So she probably spoke to you for four minutes in a corridor (laughs) and you just went, I'm having sex with (laughs) Professor Johnson. He's 61 and I'm 21. You you do the math. (laughs) How much of a gap is that, Angelina? Conservative girl. Yeah. Uh, Well, she had erotica to give me. So there's that. Maybe she wasn't conservative. Anyway, last day of my sex diary is Saturday, and since my period has finally decided to end... Wait, when did it start? I just had this whole week of fucking sexcapades. When, literally, when was I on my period? Not on Sunday. No, when you sort of had that moment, sexual moment... (laughs) most horny you've ever been i think it was maybe gonna start fuck so it's like a three-day period or something that's insane i wish i was 22 again and that's the only reason anyway since my period has finally decided to end i'm desperate and free to have sex but alas the boy i'm hurting for is nowhere to be found we'll see who stumbles across my path as the night progresses was the boy Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> no, but uh, no. Why Why is that the name that comes to you? It just seems like around that time that would have been the right person. I mean, no, but around... I will. <laughs> I wish it was him. Um, I know who it was, but I love that I ended on we'll see how the night progresses because... The other gem I found while digging in my old Hotmail account last night was a list of people I had sex with, which I only kept track of for one year. And in and this is one this is the year that it was happening because um, this particular person is on it. So I had 26 new additions in one year and I wish that I kept it up only because don't know what doesn't that because it would be 28 <laughs> or 27 yeah anyway did you ever have a sex diary at age 21 22 i've never i've never written a diary and i suppose now i probably never will okay what would your diary sound like if you were at a sex diary at age 22 uh, also, so I just, I don't age know. 22, it would probably say I've had sex. <laughs> just about. <laughs> I just want to say, even if we don't use this as a podcast episode, or even if it's the worst podcast episode we've ever 
recorded. I would like to cherish these recordings for our future children. Just mom and dad talking about their sex lives. Nope. Uh, (laughs) I don't like anything about that sentence. (laughs) All of the things I don't like in in one sentence. You should have talked more about your sex life then at age 22. Literally, you should have had sex more when uh, you were 22. Age 22. um, mm, Might... Might have had a girlfriend, uh, if so, having sex a bit. If not, not having sex, (laughs) living in a village. No, (laughs) 22? No. You hadn't upgraded to uh, a village yet? Yeah, no, I might might have been in a town. What's the difference between a town and a village? A town is where you can uh, buy a kebab late at night. And have a fight with some men. A village is where <laughs> there is nothing to eat late at night, but you can still fight. <laughs> and that's England. Oh. You you could sort of sit in a pub. You could maybe play a game of pool. And then if you had a girlfriend, you had sex. Mm. If you didn't, you would just drink until you pissed yourself. <laughs> Which I never did, but that's what you have to do. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, I guess that's reminiscing about being age 22. <laughs> What's our last commercial? Last commercial. Um, plastic bags. <laughs> you remember plastic bags? They're now, you can't get them, so stock up <laughs> on your plastic bags because you're not going to get them for free, guys. So buy them in bulk. <laughs> Erotica. Romance. Another bad weekend. I'll be my mistress tonight. I could go out dancing or maybe romancing, but I don't expect it. I'm always rejected, wouldn't do much good at a pub or a party because I'm neither tough nor arty. Another week without having my way, another week without having a lay. As usual, I've drawn a blank. No one's home, I'm going to have a. Satisfaction and a little bit of semen. I'm chaste and well behaved, but I didn't choose it. It's because the one I love thinks I'm a loser. Given up on being sexually free, so I drink and watch TV.